0: Have you ever been told at some point in your life that you are not good enough, smart enough, strong enough, rich enough, or any reason really? This podcast is meant to teach, motivate, and inspire you to never lose sight of what your true passion is and to always believe that you are far more capable than you think. Welcome to the Why Not Me podcast with your host, David Blomartes. Each week, we'll bring to you a guest with that similar background that they've been told at some point. They couldn't succeed, or was smart enough, or rich enough, or where they came from. We hope that this podcast will inspire you and lead you and motivate you to discover your purpose, passion, and drive. Sit back and relax as our guest brings you a very special story each and every week.
1: There's only one Travis Barnes and only one David Bullhorns, you know? So let's talk about that. The greatness that I saw in Todd at that original conference was the greatness I saw in myself. Right? Like when you get around groups that start stirring your spirit, I can tell you that every mastermind meeting, it felt like I was coming home. Coming home to this pop up magical place that only pops up a couple times a year, but there's all these kindred spirits there. And the reason he gets so excited is because. These are your people, right? And so get around your people, but don't feel like, you know, you're, you're being assimilated or that you're copying anyone. Just realize that they're waking up
0: something inside you that is who you are. Welcome back to the Why Not Me podcast with your host, David Pahorans. Today, we have a special guest proud to bring to you today, fellow masterminder, Travis Barnes. And uh, Travis operates Journey 333 and is a franchisor and successful business coach, and has a lot to offer you. So I'm excited to bring him to you today. And uh, without further ado, I'm gonna introduce you to Travis. Welcome Travis.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you for having me on the show. I'm excited to be here.
0: Why not me? Here I am. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Travis, tell us about just who Travis Barnes is and your what you're up to now. Being in the mastermind, you know, it always preaches making an impact, which you guys are definitely making a huge impact with journey. Tell us a little about like kind of where you're at right now and who Travis Barnes is.
1: Yeah, thank you. You know, that is a that is a big question. And I, I've come over the years to be more vulnerable and you know answer that um you know travis barnes is a franchisor he's a presenter he's an author uh we have a couple books out uh different things like that but really travis barnes is somebody that overcame a decade of incarceration to be where he's at so uh very fitting for this podcast you know why not me uh is life happening to us or did life happen for us you know, some years ago, I had an addiction and it took me on a downward spiral and it cost me 10 years of my life behind bars. That happened for me, right? You know, so who Travis Barnes is today is I wouldn't be the leader, the husband, uh, the father, the friend, the person that I am without going through that in my life. Uh, so I do like to let people know that because sometimes yeah. I could just get on here and be like, oh yeah, I'm an author, I'm a franchisor and you know, all that sounds really cool. Uh, but the truth is, you know, the best part of who I am is the struggle that I had to go through. And when I share that, other people are like, well, if you can overcome a decade of incarceration to do something, you know, maybe I can do something too. So
0: exactly. Yeah. And in your um, book that you just mentioned, you do a nice job, really, of painting that portrait of of your story and kind of where that started to how it evolved to today. Can you t- talk to us a little bit about your book and how that process kind of all went down and, and really what what made you want to share that with everyone?
1: Yeah, well, that's a great story for you and I, a couple masterminders like we are, because Todd Durkin, who's been impactful and influential in your life and mine, uh, it's funny, you know, because at first I applied for the P10. I saw Todd at a conference and it was uh, over 10 years ago now. And uh, I was working for another company. We hadn't even started uh, Journey Fitness yet. And so I was like, man, that guy is just amazing. You know, like, I just love his energy. Like, who is this guy? Right. And so, you know, a couple of years passed and the company that I worked for had let me go. I started Journey Fitness and I said, man, I, if I'm going to have a mentor in my life, I want it to be that guy. So sure enough, he had this mastermind that you could join. And and I just decided I'm going to go for the top group, you know, the group that right. works with Todd. And, you know, right. it was most expensive, required the biggest investment. And of course, on my I had to apply, I had to be interviewed, the members had to vote on me and all that kind of stuff. And I get into the group And I love this group. I'm like, wow, these guys are high performers and they're so inspiring and they're really going places in their life and Todd's leading it. And then something happened. I realized I'm getting so close with these people and they're asking me so many questions about my life that there's such a big portion of my life that wasn't on my application that I really need to talk about. So I started putting it down kind of in a book format, just because I'm like, I really want Todd to read this and I don't know how to tell him about it. And I kind of wanted to explain myself. And we we're at this retreat one time where it was just a P-10. And I was like, Todd, I need you to do me a favor. I, I'm writing a book and I'm wondering if you could just read to just page 11 tonight. Because by page 11, <laughs> the book shows that I'm incarcerated. and uh, And I went to bed that night so nervous. You know, because when you go through something like that in your life and you're kind of rejected by society and, you know, you're considered, you know, I I guess maybe somewhat of a public enemy. Right. You know, we got to incarcerate this guy. We can't just, you know, leave him be free. You know, there's something that he's done that's so terrible, which, by the way, folks, it was a nonviolent drug crime, but something that he's done that's so terrible that he's not fit for our society for some years. And so I thought Todd's going to kick me out of the P10 group. Uh, you know the answer is going to be hey you know what um Travis you didn't tell us about this and I appreciate you being honest but this is not a good group for you you know I thought I might be a stain upon them right? right and uh the next morning I meet Todd at breakfast and Todd just gave me a hug that was probably one of the best hugs I've ever gotten and uh he seemed more welcoming than even ever before and he seemed really proud to know me and uh then he said, "This is a book you're going to have to share." And so, uh, to answer your question, you know, how did it happen? You know, being around Greg Justice, who didn't even have a publishing company at the time, but had written a multitude of books, and uh, then being around Todd, who had written his own books, and uh, these people, they they don't see you for who you were; they see you for who you are and who you can be, and, and that's the great thing about our mastermind—they bring out the best in us—and so. So, uh, so came Journey Fitness. It really isn't a fitness book, but more so the stories of miracles and divine intervention that led me to where I am today.
0: Yes, and and the mastermind, especially for anyone out there listening, is is a group of really fit pros, entrepreneurs that really it's it's a big, awesome group from the standpoint of it's all varieties of backgrounds and experience levels. And surrounding yourself with those type of like minded individuals really does formulate who you kind of evolve into now. Right. So I think for me as well, when I joined that group, it was, you know, it was a kind of just pre COVID and, you know, we all kind of go through that life portion where we're doubting, like, is this really the path I'm meant to be on or where my family headed? And, and you start questioning like your abilities and kind of like where you really should be, or, you know, like, and, and this is something that, something that I need to step away from. So for me, when I joined that group, it was a lot of those questions kind of were answered or help me along the way identify, well, this is the place for me., you know, I'm heading in the right path. I just need to surround myself with more of those type of people like, you know, there's only one Todd Durkin in the world right, but there's one there's one Travis Barnes, there's one David Lawrence, and so on. And, and surrounding yourself with those like-minded individuals, helps you strengthen who you are and evolve into someone who you really are meant to become. So I love that story. And that's an awesome story. And for you personally, just sharing your journey is, and the whole purpose of this podcast is to bring people on like yourself to help inspire and motivate anyone who's going through those um, situations now, or maybe in the past or doubting that they're know capable of achieving success and i think bringing people on like yourself and and future guests hopefully will inspire those individuals so thank you for sharing that and everything appreciate that
1: thank Uh, you david if i could just add to what you just said um you know you talked about being around those kind of individuals and and that kind of thing and you know questioning you know is this where I'm meant to be and that kind of thing you know we get into this spot in our life and we meet other people and we say wow this is really good for me and then sometimes you mistakenly believe that you're trying to be like them and so that there's something about you that's fake i'm glad that you brought up that there's only one todd dirkin that there's only one travis barnes and only one david behores you know so let's talk about that the greatness that i saw in todd at that original conference was their greatness I saw in myself right like when you get around groups that start stirring your spirit I can tell you that every mastermind meeting has felt like I was coming home coming home <laughs> to this pop-up right. magical place it only pops up a couple times a year right. but there's all these kindred spirits there and the reason he gets so excited is because these are your people right and so get around your people but don't feel like, you know, you're you're being assimilated or that you're copying anyone. Just realize that they're waking up something inside you that is who you are.
0: Right. Yeah. And, and, and 100% true because the first retreat that I went to was, I think, at the time was in February 2019, and that was the last one out in Torrey Pines. Mm-hmm. And hearing you speak your story and everyone there, just to your point, Pulled out. I felt like a little bit outside of myself, of who I was. You know, I was not trying to be any of those people who were speaking, but it it pulls out that little fire inside of you where like it, the energy it's just unexplainable at times. And um, to encourage anybody to to join a group like the mastermind or a, a surrounding group in your community, I can't encourage that enough because it does help. Like to your point, pull out those those things inside of you that are really are just trying to pop out and, and 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 re-energize you and, and spark that. That influence that we need at you know at certain times where we go through those areas of self doubt. So yeah, thank you for that. And then Travis, for your your franchise that you're currently with Journey, like tell us a little bit about that. Like how does that how does that work for you and and your wife Cindy with you guys juggling so much of your day to day roles and what does what does that look like for somebody's wondering what is Journey three 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 and How's that experience different from, you know, say a small or another smaller mom or pop gym or even the larger kind of big box clubs? Like, how does how do you separate yourselves from that?
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, I'd be remiss if I didn't tell you that, you know, Journey Fitness is just a divinely appointed mission that I'm on, Uh, you know, the even the way that it came to be. You know, I was let go from a job. Our house had been flooded to the second floor. We're in a FEMA trailer. I'm on an unemployment check. And I get an opportunity to start in a place that the landlord that toured me through there. And, you know, when I went there, I was only going there because my father had mentioned it so many times. I'm like, all right, I'll go on a tour. But I have no business looking at commercial real estate. I'm in a FEMA trailer on an unemployment check. And this landlord, she had a salon and joining the space we walk into her salon and she's got all this Christian music playing and Christian quotes on the wall. I didn't know you could be that overt in uh, a place of business. Cause she was clearly like, yeah, I was like, is she hosting church or is she cutting people's hair? You know, what's going on here. <laughs> and, uh, and so she takes me on this tour and is talking to me about you could do this here and you can do this here. And, and I was like, you know, I told her the story just like I rehearsed when we were done. I was like, ma'am, you have a very nice space. I'm in a FEMA trailer on an unemployment check. And, um, You know, I I guess I'll just let you know if I ever had any resources in the future, maybe we can get together. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And she's like, "Oh, I don't care about any of that. All I know is that God told me that you're supposed to be here." Wow. And I was like, "What? (laughs) God's talking to you about me?" So Cindy and I left that place that day, and and I said, "This lady thinks that God's talking to her about us. You know, what do you think about that?" And and she doesn't even care if we have any money right now. She just wants us to move in and. And Cindy's like, well, I, I guess we're starting a gym, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I guess so, you know, so, so began Journey Fitness. And we wanted Journey Fitness to be a place to where people could actually afford to have that kind of one-on-one experience, but have it in a group. And right. I know many people say, you know, hey, we got a group and we also, you know, we're coaches, but at Journey Fitness, people are helped with their nutrition weekly. They're measured every six weeks, They're weighed in weekly. Their workouts are customized based on their goals and limitations. Everybody's known by name. It's very common for our coaches to introduce the entire room rather than have the room introduce themselves. And and I see a lot of coaching going on in the world where once people have a group, like the coach doesn't even feel it's their job to even know the name of everybody in the group, you know? So I'm very proud of what we offer because we include so many benefits of one-on-one in that group setting, which is a win-win, right? People get to pay less and get more because they benefit from the energy of the group. Uh, so one-on-one benefits of training become affordable. Um, right. And how we became a franchise is very similar. There were like, we started growing to multiple locations. I would add new team members and these new team members would would be just awesome. I was so blessed to find them. They seemed divinely appointed too. And and I started to think, well, what am I going to do? You know, these people might outgrow this place. And, and you know, right. they had aspirations too of having their own gym someday and people started to tell me as we moved into two and three corporately owned locations so like travis you should be a franchise and i'm like why should i be a franchise And they're like well we go to other locations and the same things that happen here are happening there without you being there and that's a franchise and i'm like oh <laughs> you know so uh i said no to it a couple of times i i talked to tom Plummer in our industry and he says franchising was a good idea if i wanted to die early because <laughs> it was going to be stressful you know and uh but then I finally said yes. And, you know, I'll try to condense this down to just show you again how I was divinely appointed. When you become a franchise, the most important thing is the trademark. Right. Turns out somebody in Hawaii had trademarked Journey Fitness. That was a problem. That meant we were going to have to rename our baby, right? Like, you know, imagine it's like renaming your kid, right? Like, you know, what do you mean? <laughs> so I was like, well, what can we rename it as? Like, Can we still maybe keep like Journey you know. And the lawyer's like, well, we'll check into it. And I'm like, okay, well, we're more than fitness. You know, we're coaching and nutrition. And I'm like, journey, fitness, coaching, and nutrition. It was too long, but we kept coming up with all these threes, right? Like we kept coming up with like how we use mind, body, spirit, and we help people look better, live better, feel better. So we're like journey three, and it seemed too small. And I'm like journey three X and Cindy's like, sounds like a triple X club. And I'm like, okay, wait a <laughs> second, you know, like, and so we went through all these things. And then I was thinking about journey three thirty three. And so I reached out to my lawyer and I said, hey, what do you think about Journey 333? And he said, well, the initial URL search looks good. Let me look into it and see what we can find. And I'm like, well, he's Googling. So I'm going to start Googling. So I Google. And what I found on Google is that you're seeing the number 333 because God wants to be a co-creator with you in the universe. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> like, here we go again with the, you know this God thing. You're know, like, what's going on? And I'm like, OK, so let me dig a little deeper into this. So I started talking to my friends. I talked to a good Christian guy that I know, and uh, he says, oh, yeah, did you know 333 is God's phone number? I'm like, God's phone number? I said, if I knew God had a phone number, I would called him a long time ago. And he's like, "He's like, no, it's Jeremiah 333 calling me, and I'll answer. some." So some people say that that's God's phone number. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. And so I'm feeling really good about this 333. I'm getting some signs. And so then the, the attorney comes back and says, yeah, I think that we can do Journey 333 as a franchise. And he says, you know what you should do? You should get a corporate number that ends in 333. And let me tell you, David, that was when it hit me. It blew my mind because our phone number since we opened was 607-735-0333. And wow. I was like, Whoa. <laughs> so, so Journey has been like this divinely appointed mission to not only really offer more care than I feel is being offered in most gym settings for a group. But Journey has also been like this divinely appointed mission to where I've helped people that wouldn't have otherwise been business owners to use our model and be able to really take care of their families and and impact their communities. So it's it's a really awesome thing. And I know I took an extra minute or two to tell you that whole story. But how can I tell you that without sharing all that inspiration about what Journey is?
0: Yeah, and that's, that's fantastic, and that's really what our message, what we're trying to to get across to our listeners and to the people out there who need to hear that story, and and not just about what journey is or how it evolved, but really just what it stands behind, and what you guys are doing is just great. I mean, overall, the, the impact, the lessons, the coaching that you do. One of the things that I picked up that when you were speaking at the retreat was, just those special moments that you incorporate within your your franchise and what you teach your franchisees. So I just want to tell, talk about two of them and you can feel free to add in any more. But the two that stuck out with me that I took away from that retreat and I, and I implemented them and took them back to my franchise was your umbrella moments that you talk about. And the little cool towels that you give to your clients and, you know, having that, those little special things. Talk a little bit about those um, special things that you kind of implemented that really just makes that difference for that client experience and that, or some things in general that you think are important to to really magnify that experience.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, that really, it kind of came before, you know, which came first, the chicken or the egg, it kind of came before we realized what was the most important thing that we do. But then we read a book called Clockwork by Michael McCallowitz, and it challenged you to think about what is that one thing that you can't take away? You can take away everything else, the sales, the marketing of your business. But like, what's that one thing that you have to keep doing? And it was interesting because they even talked about a baseball team whose most important thing wasn't baseball. They were the most entertaining team in baseball, the Savannah Bananas. And the most important thing that they had to do was be entertaining. And what our most important thing that we feel that we have to do is make clients feel special, right? Like, you know, it's very important for us to celebrate anniversaries and, and birthdays and and 20 pound, uh, you hit 20 pounds, we are going to hang a medal around your neck. I mean, if you get a, a medal for a 5K that took you 45 right. minutes, uh, 20 pounds takes longer than 45 minutes, right? You know, <laughs> right. and I say 45 if you walked it, you know, whatever it is, yeah. you know, different levels of conditioning. Exactly. And so, we believe that our QBR is what it's called in that book is to make clients feel special. And that's our heart anyway. Uh, so we're chicken or the egg. We were doing it before we knew that it was our QBR, but we know now that's what we do. So the cold towel, uh, we just say that journey is a place where you get metabolically disturbed and then you get a cold one afterwards right because it's hit training and uh and then we break the cold towels out of the freezer and we feel like we want to be that coach that kind of wraps that cold towel around someone's neck and tells them great job uh right. so you know the umbrella moment the umbrella moment it's an important concept for people to grasp i know that you're going to have other fitness business owners and and people that are interested in you know just kind of learning more about uh the fitness business listening right. to your show so I'll just share this. People signed up at your club because they thought that you were good. Right? I mean like it's not going to be a surprise if you were good. In fact, you're only meeting expectations when you're good, right? You right. know, so they don't leave your club if you were good and say, "You know, I just want to tell you about my coach today. You know, he was really adequate." Right? Like, it's just right. like that's not a conversation, right? <laughs> However, if they leave your club and they've had a good session, which means they were greeted by name and they're coached by name and they learned a little something and they got a little push that they wouldn't have been able to give to themselves and thank for their visit, that's good. Right. If you notice that it's raining outside and you purposely have an umbrella by your door and then you walk them to their car holding that umbrella for them, right? that's great. And that is something that they did not expect and it made them feel special. And it's something they'll go and talk about because now they can say, not only was my coach good today but let me tell you what he did you know he or well, she did right she opened up this umbrella and, and walked me to my car you know so that's our goal make people feel special and we we put that really uh, as our top priority and we have other ones like making it fun and things such as that but our top priority is to make people feel special and those are a couple of the ways that we do it
0: from a member from a member experience or when you talk to your Franchisees that you, that you currently um, train and work with. What's the what's one of the biggest lessons that you try? I mean, you have those umbrella moments, but what's what's the coaching like that you really try and teach your franchisees so that you're so that from the experience that a member has from one one facility to the next that it, it doesn't, you know, miss, skip a beat, if you will. And from our franchise standpoint, that's one of the things that we try and really pride ourselves on is going from one facility to the next. You should have that same experience in that same field. What would be that for, for, for Journey and your franchisees?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, we do, you know, as a franchise should have an extraordinary coaching checklist that everybody learns as part of their internship. We feel like their most important certification is coming in and learning from us how we apply the fitness business. Right. And so, you know, one of the pillars of that is our extraordinary coaching checklist. It tells them how to get ready for a session, how to welcome our guests, how to add energy strategies to raise the level of energy in the room and, and how to coach our guests in an engaged way, which, isn't just walking around the room and saying good job. And and we stress a few things. Uh, Number one, we stress that great fitness is great entertainment. We tell Mm -hmm. them that the better your show, the more your sessions will grow, right? So so we try to put that out there. We tell them that the number one point of exercise adherence is that it has to be fun. Nobody wants to come back if it's not fun, right? So we say we put the fun, F-U-N, in functional fitness. Um, And then the third thing that we do uh, that, has actually been an evolution for us and, and it's become very important. It's risen to the top a lot as we try to teach from the inside out. And I'll, I'll give you two examples of that. One is for the business and one is for the way that we coach. Uh, so for the business, we used to tell people, Hey, you know, we do group training and, you know, we put the fun and functional fitness, right? right? Sounds interesting, you know, but I don't know if it makes me want to sign up. What right. that was, was from the outside in, because, what you heard was the what, group training, and then you heard the how, which is we put the fun and functional fitness. But what you didn't hear was the why. Right. So if I reversed it and taught it from the inside out, it might make you more interested. See, we've discovered when we asked ourselves why we do all these things, you know, why do we want a person to get to their goals and why does that matter to us? It's because we want to add life to people's years right? and we want to add uh years to people's life right so right. i started off telling you david you know here's what we do at journey we add life to people's years and years to people's life and how we do it is we make fitness fun we put the fun in functional fitness and it just right. happens to be done in a group right it wasn't interesting that it was in a group and it was okay that maybe it was fun but when i start with the inside out it makes such a, a difference in our business so right. learning uh or helping people learn to talk about our business that way makes a big difference and it's the same for the exercises that they teach you know you could say hey today we're going to do an x-band walk and the x-band walk we're going to hold on a super band and we're going to lead with our heel and our arms are at 90 and you know that's going to work your hip and glute and your arms well okay because most coaches will just tell you what you're going to do and a little bit about how to do it and then you know here you go Right. But if I said today, we're going to work buns and guns, right? Like, you know, like that's why we're doing it, right? We're going to work buns and guns and you're going to hold your arms at 90 and you're going to lead with your heel. And uh, and it just happens to be called a Superman X-Man walk, right? Like learning that the why is the most important, I, I think has really helped us to, um, to be connected as a group of individuals, you know, sharing a process together, you know, called Journey Fitness.
0: Right. And, and Travis, did you find? I know for us too, uh, we had to kind of adjust things on the fly with COVID when it started, and even up to date, really, of the experience, uh, maybe modifying that, whether it be virtually or in club, in the parking lot, in a park, wherever. Did you guys find it difficult to, or that you had to make a lot of adjustments to that experience, or did you try and keep it the same, whether it was? I know keeping a, a member experience, if you were doing virtual um, classes or coaching, for example, is a lot different than in person, right? But how did Journey, like what did you guys do to, to keep that flow, keep your members engaged and your clients engaged and your staff engaged and your franchisees during that yeah. whole period? How did you guys adjust to that?
1: It was a great leadership lesson, I'll tell you, you know, because we brought all physical locations under one virtual roof when we were shut down. And I'd say that we had 70 IT lessons in our first 70 days. (laughs) And, you know, we met every morning as a franchise at 8 a.m. to go over what those updates were and and just kind of help people through it. Uh, But shout out to our members. Uh, Our members were so supportive, you know, just bearing through the process with us and wanting to make sure that we stayed in business. Uh, there's a good saying that I have now that the strength of your connections will strongly correlate to the length of your retention, right? You know, so for us, you know, we're able to uh, retain so many because I think we had relationships with so many big box gyms got hit the hardest because yeah, as we know, you know, much of their philosophy is on a lot of people that are paying and not coming. So (laughs) pretty easy to cancel your membership if you weren't using it to begin with and didn't have a relationship with anybody at the gym. So, you know, we made a lot of adaptations and to your point we tried to bring as much of what we were doing in the physical world into Mm -hmm. that virtual world like uh we made a couple really important changes we used to do paper journals before the pandemic we would let people turn in things on a sheet of paper you know now we use my fitness pal um and we can't and now that we're back in in our physical locations we we're still using it because that's a pretty darn good improvement um you know, so we, we had different softwares and things that we were using for accountability and
0: and to still provide that. And, and that way it's made us better. Did you find now that you're, you know, where you're at and and now we're down where I'm in North Carolina. Have you seen things kind of evolve back to normal or or um, have you still had to make a little bit of an adjustment to what was going on you know, during the height of the whole pandemic?
1: Yeah. So thankfully, I feel like we're really getting uh, close to back to normal. Um, You know, like I'm bringing back the huddles and the high fives, you know, we're more sanitary than we used to be. People are still, you know, wiping down their equipment a lot more. And that's great, you know, because we used to just sweat on things and sometimes hand them off to each other, you know. So, I I mean, we're healthier in that respect. But um, I will say this, you know, for those of our, you know, fellow fitness colleagues out there, I think that a location strongly represents the leader. Right. Like I feel like, you know, there are some people that have been very afraid and rightfully so during this pandemic, but then their cultures are sometimes one of fear. Right. And, um, you know, I'm on this mission to bring back hugs and huddles and high fives. And so I have this uh, little warm up that I do. And sometimes I'm just trying to wake up people's spirits. And I've gotten some of it from Todd. And I'm like, all right, we're going to do two claps and, you know, we're going to do a pride clap. But then I say, We're gonna do one clap, and each time we do one clap, we're gonna get a little closer, like it was 2019, you know. And I bring them into the huddle, right? You know, so I'm like trying to bring 2019 back, if you will, you know. So
0: it was 2019, right?
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, huddle up, you know. And and we're doing the hands in, and you know, I, I thankfully, you know, we've had a lot of advances with vaccinations and boosters, and even a a pill that you can take to address this virus and So I think that our next challenge as a society, just like we had to have a challenge after 9-11 to not be afraid to fly again, I think that we have to not be afraid to interact again, understanding that, you know, we do have uh, some solutions that weren't there in the beginning and uh, some immunity that wasn't there in the beginning because of so many exposures and vaccinations and things such as that. So,
0: and yeah, and I think from just from that standpoint of what we learned as an industry and one thing is for certain that like to your point is the power of like of coming together and high fives and hugs and just being around people. I know personally I missed that once mm-hmm. the first time I got opportunity to, to, to attend a sporting event, I was like, oh man, this is just like it, the feeling is like something that you took advantage of or for granted, you know, uh for granted for that it's always gonna be there. So mm-hmm. it, it helped a lot of us, I think, and me especially personally is to appreciate those things a little bit more. Um, yeah and that was actually for me going to be you know instead of why not me book I was the title of maybe it's the next book for me but appreciate just that that word just kept coming up and coming up and coming up so
1: you know I can like, relate to what you're you know I shared my incarceration my first two years in incarceration my visits were through glass on the phone and then you know after two years I stood in the visiting room and, and somebody gave me a hug And it felt so strangely good, (laughs) you know, like it was like, (laughs) wow, like, you know, this this is amazing. And, and, you know, I mean, it brought tears to my eyes because I forgot what it was like to have that human connection. And, you know, that's something that I think that maybe we should be more afraid to lose that than we are to, uh, you know, of a virus or, or so many other things that come our way, you know,
0: because it's just so important, you know, yes, and and you see that and, and I'm sure you do with your, you know, with your facilities and your franchisees and friends and just family as well as just that look in people's eyes of they're so grateful to be back in person and and to experience Really, what fitness delivers to a lot of people, and what it does for our lives, right? So, so that's something we can kind of be grateful for. And Travis, just quickly, I want to shift back and ask you just something about, you know, when you talk talk about your story and how strong it is, and really the message that you are delivering, which is a phenomenal one. Is what's one piece of advice that you could tell to anyone who's listening now, who's has faced or is currently dealing with adversity in their life? Like, what's the What would you say to that person or person? There are people out there.
1: Yeah, Uh, the big thing I would say is if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And I know that you've been looking at that thing in your life as if it is an adversity, and I'm sure it is. But there's also ways that it is an advantage. Uh, You know, when I was sentenced, I was originally sentenced to 188 months in prison. That's 15 years, eight months. And then I had to appeal, and most people don't win appeals. And I eventually got 120. And I had right. to do 85% of that time. Now that was an adversity, but that was also an advantage.
0: Right. I
1: was on a, a journey to become the man that I always could be if I only just did a little reset and looked at it. And so sometimes these adversities in our life are are brought to us uh not just to to break us down, but to bless us. Mm-hmm. So if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change.
0: Right just hearing that and just, you know, like my um, younger brother who passed away, um, he had an alcohol addiction and he went through, you know, he was an athlete in high school, really good football player, had some mental struggles after breaking a collarbone, realizing his dream of playing football in college wasn't going to happen. And, you know, like he had to overcome some things. And in the end, he, it was, it was too big of a, hill for him to climb and that breaks my heart even just talking about it now but like just being able to talk about those things helps heal, helps the healing and for him passing in like his what he was trying to accomplish in life to his like son just like it's it makes me proud that he still excuse me he's still living on with his son um and because he shared his struggles and now his son is like really trying to deliver in his life to honor his father and share his you know his his message of like we can't overcome those things and make an impact and be successful so thanks for sharing that and and, and that piece of advice
1: well well thank you for sharing and and i'm so sorry for your loss uh you know it's tragic it's tragic and, and it's so hard to understand uh you know things like that that happen uh people Come to this earth sometimes for a very long time and sometimes for a short time, and it makes you wonder. You know, it makes you wonder. But all that we can do is is help them to fulfill a greater purpose after they're gone. Like you say, he's living on in this son, and and then you know, how do we honor those things? Um, I have a right. daughter that struggled, and I've struggled clearly to go to prison, and so now I try to say, you know, what can we do to honor that struggle as if it was one of our great purposes in life to use it to help others
0: you know, so. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so, and, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. And, um, and what we deliver in our message and, and our faith, right. That, that, helps get us through those times. So it's, I think it's important to take an inventory on those things as we, as we navigate through life of what's important. And like you said, to your point earlier, the business success is great, but ultimately it's, it's who we, who we are that we want to, that let out and, 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 let others see that legacy and what we're trying to accomplish. So, so thank you for that. And then, and Travis, for your like vision for journey, like what's the next step that you want to take or you see you and Cindy see the next level for what's going on with you guys. Like what's, is there something beyond journey that you guys are working on that you want to kind of maybe merge the two or is there something specific that you guys want to accomplish?
1: Well, thank you. You know, we have a great vision for Journey. And, you know, it's funny because we became a franchise just about the time that the whole world shut down. So I feel like the franchise is really just getting started. Um, Our vision for Journey is a 1,000 locations. And and I don't pick that number randomly. I know what it means. It means five to 8,000 coaches a day waking up to change lives. It means when there's a 1,000 people through each location, it's a million lives changed. If the average weight loss is only 10 pounds, it's 10 million pounds of weight loss. Uh, if they're 10 pounds on a 200-pound person is a 5% reduction in body weight, that's mm-hmm. enough to change vitals. And that means that people are adding years to their life and life to their years. So our vision for Journey is a big one. And it's really just getting started. Interestingly, as a result of this pandemic and realizing just how much there was in the social separations that we've had and and you know anxieties and depressions and you know addictions were at an all-time high we realized that people need more mindset coaching than ever. Right. So I got on this path to do like I did a Robbins Madonna certification and NLP. We've recently become uh Sedona soul adventure uh, life coaches as part of their team. And we're adding it to our business, you know, in order to support our franchisees, you know, we get on calls and it's not just about business. It's not just like, you know, hey, what do you right. think we should do to welcome our guests today? It's like, hey, man, I'm yeah. struggling with this. You know, what do you think? So we want to be better equipped to help them through their personal issues and better equipped to help our members and and i see this as kind of the new frontier uh there's all these different things that we can add to our fitness businesses and you know maybe it's recovery maybe it's this that the other but what about that life coaching because people do want deep connections and they want help and uh, i think life coaching is really big in the world and it's just going to keep growing and I think it's an opportunity because you're already probably doing it if you've had those weigh-ins at the scale where somebody breaks down and cries, you know, so
0: why not do it in an educated way where you can really help? Right. And and I think from a from a kind of a, to a well-rounded approach would be that whole mind-body-spirit co- coaching connection, if you will. And I agree a hundred percent that that is, we, we spend a lot of time on the business aspect, even from our franchise, but I think where sometime it lacks or where the improvement can be is that that life coaching that not just franchisees need or I need or you need, but like our members and our clients, our friends, friends and family. Right. So I think that's fantastic that you're bringing that into journey and just evolving into more of a more than just the the fitness experience, kind of a nice, well-rounded approach.
1: And that's the family relationship too, that we want with our franchisees. I, I had this one franchisee just reached out to me this past week. He said he was doing a John Maxwell book and he took a quiz and the quiz told him that his mentor should be somebody like a Gandalf. <laughs> and I don't know <laughs> why he equated me to that. Uh, but he said, I want to start doing regular, you know, mentorship calls with you. And I said, I'm in, you know, like that. I put a lot of stuff out there for our franchisees and it's kind of like dropping gold on the carpet. You know, it only helps you if you pick it up and Uh, that gives me a true opportunity to really be that coach and a very important person's life, you know, somebody that's a franchisee, you know, they've trusted us with their financial future. So
0: we want more of that in our company for sure. And one thing that I can personally attest to with just meeting you and Cindy and getting to know you guys through the mastermind is you guys care and you're genuine and you really want to you really want to help. I mean, you're offering to help me, you know, before we got on this call, this podcast has helped me with this podcast. And that speaks uh, volumes of who you are and who Cindy is. And when you get beyond the business numbers of how that personal touch to your point earlier with your, what the, the experience that you want to give all your clients is that personal touch. And I think that's, Kudos to you guys because um that that's a lost art in some areas. And so I'm thankful for, for you guys for for just your impact that you've had on me so far, the, those little times I've got to know you guys. So I'm grateful for that. So thank you. thank you, David.
1: That means a lot. I really appreciate you saying that. And I guess for our listeners, if you're if you're ever struggling with depression or struggling to get your mind right, as Todd Durkin might say, uh, figure out how many people you can serve in a day. Just start reaching out, you know, like all the different people that you know that you can help in like a certain way. And it could just be a kind text or some kind of motivation. And, you know, you find out that you get a lot more out of it yourself than maybe even they got out of it. So uh, that's been our heart uh, because it's uh, it's just who we are. Uh, And I'll tell you, I I highly recommend that it's the way that the world should work. And maybe we'd have less depression, right? you know, so, (laughs) you know.
0: Right. Uh, um Hey, Travis, um, just a a kind of a rapid fire questions. If you got a a few more minutes, if you, I just want to ask you just a couple of things like, you know, your first book that you wrote, have you thought about like another story or another, maybe a business or life coaching type of book in addition to what you've already written to share with everybody? Have you thought about what like that next, if you would consider that or tell a little bit about that if you, if you can.
1: Yeah, I've been thinking about it for a while. You know, we started the Overcomers podcast because we feel like, you know, we attract overcomers to our fitness business. And, uh, you know, so I'm thinking now that there's a lot of lessons that we've not only been able to reflect on over our own business and lives but then we get to learn from others and so i, I think that there's an overcomers book coming in the future for sure is that
0: is that the title would that be the title of it overcomers
1: i think so you know it goes with the podcast and we've asked so many different people about their stories of overcoming and they've given us good tools tips strategies and i'm like boy they need to go into a book you know there's a lot of gems here you know and maybe you need a uh why not me version two of all the people that you talk to that are like yeah why not me this is what happened and this is what I did
0: you know uh, yeah. yeah, that's great. No, um, I, I I'm looking forward to it. I'll, I'll be the first person to purchase it. So as soon as that comes out, so, so yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, and then like just for anyone who's listening now, like, if they want more of Travis Barnes or Journey or you know, talk to Cindy, like, how what how can they find you guys?
1: Yeah, so easy easy to find on Facebook, you know. So just Travis Barnes, um, and you know, I can send over my link, uh to put in the show notes if you'd like um and so on instagram it's travis barnes 333 going with our company um and i gotta say i'm still trying to get as active on instagram as i am on facebook i'm not great with that (laughs) but uh, and and, you know you can just email me you know travis journeyfitness333.com that goes with our website
0: Okay. And yeah, anyone who's listening, we'll have all that in the show notes. Too. If you want to reach out to Travis or Cindy and learn more about Travis or Cindy's journey, then we'll have that in the notes for you. And Travis, since you're on the um, Why Not Me podcast, what what is a couple questions on that. What does that mean to you? And what advice would you give to anyone who is asking themselves that question now or maybe has asked that question in the past?
1: Yeah. You know, I love it. I love that whole title there. You know, why not me? Because when we are in our victim role, we're saying, why me? You know, why is this going to be happening to me? You know, but when we're in our champion mindset, the one that's going to rise and overcome the adversity and say, why not me? You know, let me, let me do this. You know, as Todd was saying through the pandemic, you know, everybody get on my back, you know, and he wanted the good news network. Cause he's like, you know, why not me? Let me lead you through these difficult times. And, and, you know, you if you can look at that situation that you're asking why me about you may find the advantage instead of the adversity just by changing the question i guess right. that goes back to if you change the way you look at things the things you look at change
0: Yeah. yeah well and and yeah that's important to to always keep in mind of when we are going through those struggles of and, and adversity diversity in our lives is to ask that question why not me and and, and why not now like I feel like and the whole purpose behind when I was thinking about this book and talking to Kelly and Greg about doing it is like just help people identify those areas of their purpose, their passion and drive. And a lot of those things we lose sight of, especially when we're going through struggles and, and it's important to take, just take a step back to appreciate what's in front of us. And a simple thing, as you said earlier, when you started writing and journaling and things like that, is how how that can help us. And just sometimes just putting it down a piece of paper and looking at it, that what we've accomplished, who we are now, and just because we come from a certain background or religion money, what have you, that we can't accomplish those things that we actually could. The, 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 it's right there in front of us, and we set our own limit. Hopefully, that's the message that I'm trying to get across with the book and now the podcast. And then for me personally, just improve and stepping away, being anyone who knows me, like I'm an introvert by nature and just writing and being on a podcast is something way out of my comfort zone. And and I'm doing it to improve me and hopefully help others along the way and bring in, like I said earlier, bringing on guests like yourselves will, will only prove that and really hopefully make a powerful impact to anyone who's listening who is struggling with certain things in their life right now. So um, thank you for that. I love
1: your subtitle, you know, to discover your purpose, passion, drive. You know, we all want a great purpose, but none of us want a great struggle. (laughs) Well, here's the deal. (laughs) The depth of your struggle will determine the height of your success, right? You know, you got to go through the valley to get to the mountaintop, as our friend uh, Kelly in the mastermind, Kelly Watson, O'Brien likes to say,
0: you know, so um, yeah, it's really good, David. Thank you. Thank you. And just a quick fun fact about Travis and Cindy Barnes, like if those who, May know you already may already know this, but what's something that like someone you that you'd like to share or feel comfortable sharing w- with the listeners that they may not know about Travis or cindy like maybe Travis can hold his head underwater for three hours or something funny <laughs> like that. <laughs> what is something that you could share with the uh, or maybe that uh, that you feel comfortable with share
1: well I mean you know and i don't wanna I don't wanna really uh sound too boastful, but it's kind of a funny story um. We are the rock stars of the camping world. <laughs> so, what I mean by that is we got this bus all flamed out. And if you look at Journey, it's a Phoenix rising from the ashes. And we thought it was going to be used to open up franchises and do special, you know, franchise events. And it got delivered in May of 2020. Well, we all know what happened in March of 2020. Yes, so we did. said, Well, what are we gonna do with this bus, which was really like an RV that you know that was all you know wrapped and decked out? And so we started camping, which is something that I had never done in my life. And Cindy had only ever done in a tent. And so like, I didn't know anything about hooking up the electric. I didn't know about hooking up the water or the sewer or any of that kind of stuff. And so I think our first camping trip, uh, it was really fun for the campers first to wonder who was in this bus. Is it Aerosmith that's getting out? You know, what's going on? Right. And then just set up their chairs and watch this guy figure out what he was doing, you know? So, but yeah. now, you know, we... Go to these campgrounds as often as we can, and we're kind of like, they're like, "Oh my God, what is that camper?" You know, it's got our podcast logo on one side, our franchise on the other, and uh, so I don't know. We're the rock stars of the camping world, and uh we're having a good time learning to camp. You know, so that's kind of fun.
0: That's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, I, I, one of the the lighter moments, if you will, of, of 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 the podcast for me is also trying to just like share that little insight about our guests and, and, and myself and like, because we all are individuals and have fun little stories behind us. And like, as you said, you know, being involved in, in, in the mastermind and, and, and meeting Todd and knowing Todd is like, he always says everyone has a story, right? So like, I think just uh, sharing that personal story is important, but also that little fun side of us that you know we're also uh, at, at times take take ourselves in a world a little too seriously, so just want to share those little things. And I can only imagine pulling up with the with the with your RV and seeing that and that good conversation starter of how awesome that looks and like that's so you got my you got my brain thinking. Let me get my uh, let me look into this tour bus or <laughs> you know or get to you know, go. <laughs> kind
1: of fun all the old folks pull up on their golf carts and they're like what what is this thing you know like what's going on you know but right. uh good yeah, so, uh, you've,
0: been, you've been awesome and, and thanks for coming on and i really appreciate it and and hopefully uh the listeners out there enjoyed uh enjoyed this message and and really, I encourage you to reach out to Travis if you if you have questions or you want to be coached or just talk to Travis. He's an awesome, awesome guy. And Cindy's fantastic as well. And they have a lot to offer. So, again, thank you. And um appreciate your time.
1: Uh, thank you for having me on the show. It was an honor to be here. Thank you. Thanks, Travis. You have a great day. You too. Take care.
0: Thank you for listening to our show today. We want to thank Travis for sharing his story and his message of truthfulness and encouragement and hope to anyone out there wondering if they can bounce back from the adversity uh, that Travis has endured. I want to thank Travis again for um, being open and honest with his story and no doubt will uh, help many who are either going through something currently or have something uh, in their past that they're struggling to overcome that uh, hearing Travis's message and reading his book will no doubt um, help them um, get over that um, that hump or that obstacle they are trying to maneuver around. So. Again, thank you, Travis, and uh, if you enjoyed the the show and and love love the podcast, uh, be sure to give us a review, a follow, and a like, and please share it with your friends, and uh, as always, we hope to see you uh, soon, and uh, see you at the next episode. Have a great day.